Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrier. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember, we are podcast hosts, not experts. The hats that we wear say podcast host. They do not say expert. I mean, we're experts at being podcast hosts, I would say yes, by now. Yes, that yeah. is true. Um, but we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just a reminder that you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. And now, transcripts. Thank you to our fearless project manager, Sammy Reed, for really tackling transcripts for us. It's yeah. not, it's, 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 um, it's a lot and we really appreciate it. It's an undertaking. It. It's an undertaking. Yeah, but we're, we are really glad to be able to provide that on our website. So Yeah, so check um, those out. Check them out. Tell your friends. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and join the Forever35 Facebook group, which, as always, lives at Facebook.com slash groups slash Forever35Podcast. The password is Serums. You can also sign up for our newsletter, and even buy classified ads in our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. You know what I did today, Dory, when I woke up and put this sweater on? It had yeah. some dried food on it, and I just scratched it right off and put it on. And you know what? Nobody's noticed. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say you ate the food. <laughs> Even for me, I wouldn't do that. And I feel like that is a thing that I would possibly That's do. That's really where I thought this was going. No, no. <laughs> No, but I did. I did put it on, and there was like a like a dried soup or something on there, and I was like, "This is the moment. Do I decide that I'm going to take this off and like wash it, or do I just kind of scrape this off with a fingernail?" And I, you know what? I took the latter road, and I'm happy. I feel good. I don't know if there's still little I, food crumbs I'm happy on here for but. you. I, you know, that also reminds me of something that I did actually want to bring up on this podcast. So I'm glad you raised it. Does anyone else have the problem? that all of their solid color sweatshirts get like oil stains on them. Yeah. Does anyone else have the problem? Yes, me. Like what constantly. Is that? Am I just a slob? Like No. Sweatshirts like, need to be oil resistant. I just I I went to wear the sweatshirt the other day and I was like, oh there's a big freaking blotch. <laughs> Like right in the middle of the sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And like, I do try to be careful, but you know, I'm cooking, I'm running after a toddler, I'm podcasting, which as we all know is a high stain occupation. So high and stain. So high stain. And I just feel like I put these clothes on and, and, I, and I really look kind of slovenly. Well, the worst part is an oil stain wrecks the item. Like once yes. you've once you've stained and then washed the item with well, the oil the stain thing too, right? It's like I didn't notice it, so I didn't treat it, which may have possibly given me a hope to get it out. But no, it's been washed. I'm I'm ruined. I think there's a lot of false hope when it comes to oil stains. That there's like a lot of solutions given on how to get them out, but nothing works. Like once I've stained something with a big blotch of oil, like that's the end. That's the end. Right? It is the end. Yes. Like I have friends who are like, just dust some baby powder on it and that absorbs the oil. And then and like I have nothing has ever worked. (laughs) (laughs) Get your crystals out, form a circle around the oil stain. I mean like literally. No, and I oil stain everything. Yes, also, me too. You know where it's also really embarrassing? On a pair of pants on the thigh. I feel like I get a lot of thigh oh, oil stains. Totally. Like you drop yes. a piece of lettuce that you're eating yes. in a salad on your leg. Yes. Yes. Yes now, to all of this. <laughs> Does you someone know, out there you, have the secret you, answer? Well, I want to know if someone has a secret answer that is not just like wear a smock at all times. Wait a second. Is that a real answer? I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking like <laughs> one of the solutions to getting oil stains on my clothes when I'm cooking would obviously be to wear an apron. Oh, yes. Like that's why they exist. Do I wear an apron? I, I tend to put aprons on only when I'm baking. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I just don't even like think about it. But I should probably just start wearing aprons. But then I'm like, what about just when I'm eating? I guess that's why people tuck napkins into their, you know, the top of their shirt. Do I need a lobster bib when I'm eating? Do I need a bib? I need a bib. (laughs) Tori, do you want to start selling adult bibs? I mean, kind of. Branded adult bibs. Hold on. Kind of, but we could get them. They could look cool. We could get them like in Liberty print. (laughs) What is Liberty print? You know that like. Oh, that's like fancy. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they would be, they would be like fancy. Like it would be like if Batsheva did bibs. Oh, I would love a Batsheva bib. (laughs) But then the problem is you stain the Batsheva bib and then you're like, I just paid $150 for a freaking piece of fabric. Yeah. (laughs) I Googled Um, adult bibs and a $65 Burberry bib came up on Bloomingdale's, but I think this is for babies. I mean, I think we might be onto something here. A chic <sighs> bib, a chic bib would be, would be cool. Like a very large handkerchief kind of that you tie. You know how yeah. like some people make scarves and handkerchiefs look cool? Totally. You know, there think- are, uh, there are obviously like large vinyl bibs for there and there are adults who might need something like this. But what about like a chic adult bib? Yeah. I like, I like where your head's at, Kate. I really do. Because I'm looking at all these things for folks who might need a bib and none of them look Cool. There's there's a lot on Etsy. There's a lot of adult bibs on Etsy, actually, Dory. Mm, okay. And here's All a right. cute one with a cherry print. Okay, this is actually very cute. 
adult bib cherry print I mean, plus you know, matching mask. Oh, wow. It makes me think about like when if you buy or sell children's clothes like on the internet or whatever, they'll all like you have to say what condition they're in. And often people will be like play condition because, like, yeah. you know, they're stained. And I feel like my personal clothes are also play condition. <laughs> Totally. I, I feel the same way. And I, I also, the thing with the oil stain is that it often happens to me when I'm like wearing the shirt for the first or second time. And oh, then it's like, totally. And, and I keep wearing yes. it because I'm not going to just discard clothing because I'm an oil stain. But then I see the stain becomes huge in my eyes. Like it becomes the whole shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so stressed out about oil stains right now. I like can't even handle it. They're the worst stain. Kate, I have to say it does it does feel good to know that you're also in the same boat. Even though like I'm sorry that you're in the same boat. And you know what else I would like to know? If you are a person out there who never gets oil stains on their clothing, what are your secrets? I mean, I think the secret is not cooking. Like and not eating and not eat. That's those are bad secrets. <laughs> I mean, Don't like, do either of those things, especially the I eating. Mean, seriously, you have to like, eat. Well, but I mean, I whenever I'm cooking with oil, I also I too also never wear an apron, which I think I should start doing. My stepmom wears an apron every time she cooks, and it's like very she's practical. A smart person, she's so she smart. She probably doesn't have oil stains on her clothing. No, and she takes such good care of her. Like she wraps her clothes when she comes to visit in like tissue paper. She's very. Uh, just like a meticulous caretaker of things. Ooh. Yeah. Why am I not like that? I like wrap my clothes in like a leaky shampoo bottle. You know, like <laughs> I'm the person who like when they pack all the big uh, bottles leak all over everything. Oh, totally. Don't even get me started on like the, the liquid and soap stains I have in like every suitcase purse bag like it's just oh and then you have to wipe out the bag yes i mean look i realize these problems are not like in the grand scheme of things huge problems and like i don't like the idea that i am so careless as to ruin so many things of mine but it really is a problem i don't think that you're careless i think that we that that honestly we just haven't talked about frankly, the crisis of oil stains on clothes. I just think okay, it's not talked about. All right. It's just Kate, not mentioned. Everybody's experiencing better. this. I feel like this can be an ongoing conversation. Listeners, let us know. Maybe and some, maybe someone is like a laundress out there and they... I'm sure there is a good way to handle this and we just totally. don't know. I'm also like lazy and annoyed at everything. So I just throw everything in the laundry without really doing the due diligence of trying to get it clean. Okay, you know what? I will say I I did have a stain victory recently. Okay, I the got best kind a of stain on one of my sweatshirts, and I was like, and it was something. I forget exactly what it was, but it was something that would not have come out if I just put it through the water. Like it was like balsamic vinegar or something. Oh. You know what I mean? Like something yes. like pretty stainy. And I I applied some dish soap which I had heard is really good at combating food stains, which makes sense when you think about it. So I just dabbed some dish soap onto the stain and kind of let it set and then washed the sweatshirt a few hours later and the stain came out. Wow, Dory. Did you use Dawn dish soap, my favorite dish soap? I didn't, but I did use Method. Okay. All right. So I do just want to mention that. And, you know, I have a friend who once had stained a like fancy sweatsuit she had bought um, during the pandemic. And she was very sad that she'd gotten an oil stain on it. And she bought a kit. I'll have to ask her how that worked out for her. An oil stain kit? They're like a, like a, not a, I guess not a kit. Like there's some product that had been recommended somewhere that she bought. Uh, I'm being very vague. I will, I will do some more research into this. This was an impromptu discussion. I did not come prepared to discuss oil stains, but when you started talking about food on your shirt, your sweater, it really 
pinged something for me and I needed to bring it up. Well, this wasn't in my intended notes for the episode either, but can I just tell you what fuckery I am getting targeted ads for right now? Please. An, an ear cleaning tool that like scrapes your earwax out and also has a camera on the end of it so you can watch as you clean your ear. What? Is that not the most? Yes. And I don't know why this started appearing on my targeted ads. Like it's not like I'm Googling earwax every day or talking about my ears, but that's what I am being targeted with. And I'm mad at it because I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, why is everything a fucking scam? Slash, I want it. Wow. I don't know. I, 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 what? Why would you need a camera to look at your earwax? But then again, I don't know. I'm curious. That feels like something that will cause more problems than it solves. I think so, Dory. I think so. But you know, it's, this is the, this is the, um, the monster that these targeted ads have created. Like, it's true. It's, it's like, true. they, I think they're ridiculous <sighs> slash they call to me in the night like a siren. Um, before we take a break, I do just want to mention that I did go to the doctor mm-hmm, yesterday mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my foot is now in a boot. Dory's in a boot, everybody. I'm in a boot. It's not broken. Thank God. Dory's in a boot. What is um, it? Like, what was the official diagnosis? There wasn't really his, his like best. I think when it's not broken, it's kind of guesswork, right? But yeah. he thinks that I kind of strained this like main tendon that runs from like your calf, like through the arch of your foot. Um, like, I, I can't. He had me try to like um, rise up on my toes, and I couldn't do it on my right foot, which is like wow. why, he, which is why he thought that was his like kind of like best guess for that. But I mean, it, it's not broken, which is like you know, I didn't think it was. And he was like, "Yeah, if it had been broken, like you would have been in more pain. It would have been much more swollen, and you would have had like black and blue bruising." It's like okay, I had none of that. <laughs> And he gave me some anti-inflammatories, which already seem to be working. So I think the challenge is just going to be like actually staying in the boot for two weeks, which is when I see him again Um, and not being like, I'm better and like going for a run and then being mm-hmm. like, I'm not better. So that's where we, we are. take care of these bods. You know, we want them we to we want them to last. Our bodies are like vintage cars, you know. We've got to yeah. care for them. We've got to ride sometimes, them slowly. I mean, yeah. Sometimes my body feels like a Ford Pinto. Is that? I don't even really know what kind of car that is. It's oh. an old car. The is Ford that a junkie Pinto car? Was a. <laughs> it's a thing, an right? Iconic, an iconic junkie car that, like, in crashes, burst into flames. That's what it was. Jeez, yes. <laughs> it's cool looking though. I'm looking at pictures, and it's pretty cool looking. <sighs> Yeah, so you know, it didn't like I think the where like where they place the gas tank. Yes, oh yes. God. The poor design of the Pinto's fuel tank and rear end made it vulnerable to crashes even at low speeds, in which the fuel tank would suffer extreme damage and catch on fire. Good so, lord. Bad design. All right. Anyway, well, that's well, kind of what you're my body having, feels like sometimes. You're having <laughs> your Ford Pinto week and you'll move on. I will. Okay. Let's take a break and we will be right back. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now they dissect issues women face in the U.S., and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, 
even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there. The overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos. And like within a few weeks, I had done the consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. I love the Tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5.00. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started. And then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Okie dokie. Here we are with a text from a listener. Long time, first time. I, she, her, just broke up with my partner, he, him, of many years and split a household, moved into a new place, and I am overwhelmed with all of the possibilities furnishing a new apartment brings. I feel so fortunate that I know it was the right decision to end the relationship, but I feel like I'm rushing to fill in the gaps because I don't want to be in limbo, not feeling at home in my new living space. I have a very nice full kitchen and a sweet TV, but excuse me, but no couch, you know? There are weird disparities all over, and where is a newly single adult lady to lounge? I would so appreciate any advice for dealing with this by now impulse while also getting set up and resettled in a place that feels like home and feels like me. I always love listening to your hot takes and thoughtful responses and already appreciate you keeping me company during the chaos of this move. Oh, what nice words. Those are really nice words. Mm. <sighs> hmm. Well, first of all, congratulations on your breakup. Way to break free. Way to break free and set out on your own. Um, the second thing that I would say is I would, I would make a list. I would try to be a little bit methodical about this. Make a list of what you need and then prioritize based on your text. It does sound like your top priority may be a couch. Yeah. That's okay. Um, You know, I feel like people are always talking about how long it's taking furniture to come. But Mm. I know that like, I I was just looking on Target.com. There are couches that you can have in five days. Now, they're not going to be custom couches, but they're going to be couches. They look pretty nice. Um, same with 
honestly, Amazon, I know they also have couches ready to go. Sites like Wayfair and Overstock tend to be able to ship quickly. What about Um, Ikea, Dory? Do you know anything about Ikea's current shipping status? My understanding is that Ikea is really having some supply chain woes. So my suggestion, if you're planning on going the Ikea route, would be to check the stock on their website, check your local store. Um, if you're heading to the store and, or if you're just doing delivery, you can check the stock. But my, my understanding was that they are, they are very low on many things. Mm. Maybe not couches. I don't know, but I mean, um, yes, I would, I would also add and, and Dory, forgive me if you were about to, to add this, but do check your local secondhand mm, stores, yes, yes, yes. local resale groups, I don't know if you have buy nothing groups in your community, but buy nothing groups are a fantastic place to find furniture. And you can even, if something's not listed, you can put the call out. And often I find, you know, someone will put the call out for something and someone's like, Oh yeah, you know what? I have, I have this chair in my office that I'm not using. I would love to pass that on to you. So that is, yes, that is such a good point. Also, I feel like, especially towards the end of the month when people are moving, they're oh, like, good call. They're like desperate to get rid of things. Like you'll That's see people be like, call. I have to get this couch out of my house by, you know, the 31st. Um, so you might be able to scoop something up. I think this listener could also just create a Pinterest board. Um, set a budget with what you like, right? Like Dory suggested, make a list and then set your budget for how much you want to spend. What are the things that you feel comfortable spending more money on? What are the things you might want to try to spend less on or get from a friend or, you know, get for free? I feel like that kind of helps. And I like the Pinterest board because it kind of scratches the itch, but it also will help you like envision your space. Good call. When in doubt, also get a plant. Plants make everything better. That is also a really good call. I hope we answered this listener's question, but maybe other people have some thoughts. Yeah, we'd love to hear them. (sighs) All right. We have a voicemail. Let's cue it up. Hi, Kate and Dory. I am calling you from Toronto, Canada. I have had a question that I wanted to ask you and your Forever 35 audience for a long time, and that is, um, what do you do if, if you get really emotional when you're angry, like you're frustrated, you're angry, and you end up crying instead of being able to express your point or adequately explain to the person or the entity that you're needing to express yourself to, um, instead of being able to do that well, you get so frustrated and angry that you end up crying. I've had this happen to me a number of times um, throughout my adult life, and I would like to know if anyone else experiences this. You have valid points, and you have valid opinions, and you have um, things that you need to say, but like the emotions build up to a point where you just can't express them, and you end up crying, and then the crying becomes the 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 important thing about the conversation instead of what it is you wanted to express. It's happened to me during PhD supervisory meetings. It's happened to me with friends. It's happened to me (laughs) when something has gone wrong with my car and nobody believed me. Like, just, you know, I really want to be able to express myself in in high-intensity moments without breaking down and crying about it. And I would like to know if anyone else has the same issue and any advice. Thank you so much. Bye. An interesting conundrum. This is really intriguing to me in terms of things to think about. Because the one thing I don't want to do is to demonize crying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Because I think mm -hmm. it's a valid response. And I'm a crier. You know, I think it's just, it just is how your, your body and brain are reacting and it's, that's okay. 
Um, but then I do know what you mean when that takes the focus instead of the actual topic of the conversation and the reason for about which you're upset. And that's very frustrating. My thought is to know your, or to begin to kind of un, to deepen your understanding of how you react to things. And to maybe in a moment where you are feeling anger, say, you know what, it would be most um, productive for me to have this conversation in a little bit after I like gather my thoughts. Yes. I was going to suggest something similar. I know um, a lot I, when I, I read, I read a lot about how to like deal with your toddler who's having a tantrum. Mm. And one of the things that like everyone suggests that is really hard to do is like, yourself staying calm but that if you do get if you like if you do kind of escalate things yourself you have to just kind of remember to like take a beat and come back to it when you are calmer um whether that's like apologizing to someone or um whatever i think i think naming it like kate did and saying i can't deal with this right now i'm gonna have to come back to it in an hour or you know whatever i think that's i think that's really a good strategy it doesn't have to be addressed immediately well and i also feel like crying gives the person like fuel to like this this listener says like change the course of the conversation and make it about the crying and not the initial thing it kind of gives them like fuel to add against you in a way like why are you crying it's not that big of a deal but but, but you know like they it becomes a tool in the art in the discussion or the argument and i don't like that but i suspect that probably happens a lot because you know people are shitty Mm-hmm. And also, we like have really made crying into this thing that it sh- you know shows certain emotions. I don't know what I'm saying. Yes, totally. No, I I totally agree. And I think also just knowing this about yourself, you can also preface it by saying like you can also if you feel like it's a safe person to say this to, like you know I tend to cry when I get really emotional. It's not a reflection of our conversation. It's just how I react. That's a really good way of putting it too. Thoughts, suggestions, listeners, what do we do here? Tell us, talk to us, guide us, teach us. Hmm. Well, um, we have a great question that I think kind of actually ties into our initial conversation in this episode. Yes. All right. Uh, Hi, Kat and Dor. Dor mentioned on a recent episode that she put sunscreen... (laughs) Sorry, just door mention. I know, just love that door. That she put sunscreen on her hands, and it made me wonder if either of you has ever faced the interior car sunscreen smears. Whenever I lube up my body with sunscreen and then do any kind of outdoor activity where I perspire, the interior of my car, the interior door panel, the steering wheel, the seats, etc., gets coated in white sunscreen residue, which is rather difficult to clean. Does this happen to you? Do you have any recos? P.S. My high school superlatives were most stressed <laughs> and class writer. I just want to say we are going to have a follow-up superlative conversation because we've gotten so many responses to that topic. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that okay, really so struck a that, chord. It did. Most likely to strike a chord, that conversation. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I have a suggestion because I did this. I do Ooh, this and okay. I did this. Okay. So I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> when I leased my car, I just happened to get a car with black uh, interior and has black leather seats. And boy, have I coated that thing in sunscreen. I mean, just white blotches everywhere and i was actually really nervous that i damaged the the inside of the car yeah so i i know not the best um i bought car cleaning wipes and i think the brand that i have are armor all which is like a 
you know, pretty classic car cleaner. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wiped my car down and it got it off. So I would get yourself, I would, you know, search whatever car cleaning wipes make sense for you. Um, I can, you know, try to go find the exact ones that I have, but I just know I have Armor All wipes for my car. And that is what got all the sunscreen off because I had it everywhere. Like I'd have it on my hands, then I would touch the door handle and then it would just be like caked in white. Yikes. So yes, this does happen to me. I think it's that simple. Um, I don't, if the car, if your seats are cloth, I think you're going to want to get them professionally just washed every now and then. Mm, good point. Like, you know, like a nice shampoo and vacuum. Mm-hmm. I love getting my car like deep cleaned once a year. It's so satisfying. Mm-hmm. You ever do a car deep clean? Um, yes, I have. My husband also really enjoys cleaning cars. It's like a Ooh. meditative self-care practice for him. Ooh, that sounds amazing. So sometimes, I mean, I need to like clean out my car before he will actually do a deep clean. Um, but yeah. Anyway. What, what I hear you saying is that maybe Matt has some tips for this listener. Yes, he he has this interior leather car cleaner stuff. I don't recall exactly what it is, but it does it really gets like everything out. So like who knows what's actually in it? Ooh. Um, but, <laughs> right. it, but it works. It's it really works. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, keep us posted. Look, maybe yes, Armor All wants to send us some prods. Mhm. Which we won't use on our face, but we might use on the face of our cars. That was a bad sign. That was a bad leap. That was didn't it didn't make sense. It 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 didn't work. Forgive me. Okay. All right. Shall we take another short break? Okay, yes, please. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right. We are back. Hi, Kate and Dory. Since 
Dory mentioned the joy of reading Jane Austen's Persuasion. I'd be remiss if I didn't let Kate know that the Calm app has Persuasion as a sleep story. Mm. And it is delightful. Also, if Dory would like a marriage of cozy mysteries of Jane Austen, might I recommend the Jane Austen mystery series by Stephanie Barron? Jolly good fun. Love you both. Oh, well, well, well. My interest is peaked. Uh huh. I I have to say, um, my kids have been doing a lot of sleep stories at night. Like they'll get into bed and and just kind of like put one on and doze. And then I have to like go in and turn off their little iPads when they're done. But yeah, my kids have gotten very into calm sleep stories lately. I I kind of introduced them and now it's like, they're like, can I do another sleep story tonight? So I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. So this, but this might be a perfect one for me. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, so this mystery series, Jane is the detective. I love Jane herself is the detective. This. Okay. Interesting. I read this listener covers all our interests. Sorry. Yeah. Well, and I, I do think that there is a pretty, um, I mean, we talked about this, that there's like a huge world of Jane Austen fanfic. Um, I read an arc of a mystery that's coming out, I think in May, that is basically Jane Austen fanfic um, called, um, what is it called? Wait. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's called the murder of Mr. Wickham. Um, Ooh, Mr. Wickham. What a yeah, piece of shit he is. So he, he shows up and gets murdered per the title and everyone at this house party, it's, it's all couples from various Jane Austen books. Oh, that's such a fun idea. So that's pretty, it's pretty fun. Oh, I love that. Okay. That sounds fantastic. Well, we had another Jane Austen, um, listener reach out to us they wrote truly had to pause the pod i too have been rereading jane austen not only that but i've been reading a book then watching every film or tv version of it started with pride and prejudice then emma just finished persuasion i find them so comforting and heartwarming but also chuckle seeing the drama through my 2022 and 31 year old eyes Since becoming a first-time mom in late 2020, all I can handle is happy content and have particularly and particularly have relished revisiting happy content from my youth. Hope Dory, which my phone auto-corrected to Adore, is enjoying persuasion. (laughs) Now, this brings me to probably like my favorite thing to debate of all time. Okay, I'm listening. Which Pride and Prejudice is better, the six-hour BBC version or the 2005 movie starring Kira Knightley? Like, who so is I your have Darcy? Never, I have never seen the BBC version. Oh, you haven't. So that could be a fun thing for me to watch. Oh, my gosh. You have to watch it, Dory. It's, it's so true to the book. I think you will really enjoy it. But okay. that being said, I'm a loyalist to the film. And and that film is like a massive self-care comfort for me. I've watched it like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like pick um, your Darcy. I, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the pod, but I, I did finish Persuasion and now I'm almost done with Mansfield Park. Oh, um, how are you liking it? That was a new one for you, right? Mansfield Park is interesting. It's very long. It's over 500 pages. Oh, Jane. And there's a, there's a lot of, I feel like there's like a lot of extra stuff. In it. <laughs> um, does that make any sense? Yeah. Like, like there's like, stories that like don't just, need to be happening. Kind of. It's like she just wanted to like keep living in this world. So she like oh. makes up like other things to happen. <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that is probably unfair um but and the and the the main character is like she's she's not fun like i mean that's her whole thing she's like very Mm -hmm. serious um and so 
that's like, it's a, I don't want to say it's not a drag, but I wouldn't call it one of her more like fun novels. Okay. But All like, right. for example, Pride and Prejudice is two, is like 250 pages. Yeah, it's short. It's short. I and mean, the Persuasion font is, is tiny. also, Persuasion also, I think, is like 300 pages. Like, I wonder if this is her longest book. It feels, it feels long. Sense and Sensibility, 183 pages. I mean, like, wow. What got into her with Mansfield Park? Why is Mansfield Park so long? (laughs) Excuse me. Okay. So the first thing that comes up when you Google why is Mansfield Park so long is a Reddit thread (laughs) that says, is Mansfield Park really that bad? Wow. The general the general consensus between Austin fans seems to be that it's her most boring, least readable book. <laughs> I'm considering reading it next. Currently, I'm on Persuasion. Did I write this? So maybe you guys can try to either convince me or not whether it's worth reading next. Okay. You know what? I feel so much better that like I'm not alone in this view of Mansfield Park. <laughs> wow. This is amazing. Okay. I had no idea. I haven't read Mansfield Park. I have not gotten this deep into it. Okay. Well, okay. Amazing. It's very long. <laughs> well, you've turned me away, so I might just skip it. Look, you know, I think, I think, it, I, I mean, I think, I do think now that I'm on this Jane Austen kind of kick, it's worth reading mm. just for like context and also like what else am I doing with my life besides reading Jane Austen and recording this podcast? I mean, not much, let's be honest. So, okay, calm down there. I think you're doing more than just those two things. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, well, oh my gosh, that I is recommend- so funny. I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to do some more reading up on how people, f- I'm going to have to do some more reading up on how people feel about Mansfield Park. <laughs> Yeah, do some digging on this topic. I did also want to suggest you read Mr. Darcy Takes a Wife because I just was revisiting. I hadn't thought about it until we talked about, you know, that you were reading Pride and Prejudice recently. And I, I just went back and looked at the book and it has like some hot Darcy Elizabeth sex scenes. So I feel like if you're looking for like a steamier take on PNP after they're married and, you know, like Mm. Elizabeth is at Pemberley and Elizabeth, Lizzie. I don't know why I just called Lizzie Bennett Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. I guess Darcy does call her Elizabeth. Okay. Anyway, it's a fun read plus like a little bit more, you know, Bone Town USA, which is fun. Bone Town USA. I mean, they don't even kiss in the original Pride and Prejudice. They like walk together at the end. Like there's just, you, you want, you need some Darcy and Elizabeth, you know, like R X rated stuff. Yeah. All right. I do anyway. I do. All right. Well, look, I'm really excited to turn this into Austin cast. So. (laughs) Uh, All right. On that note, we will talk to you all very soon.